By all means, follow along in the text. There's buttons and footnotes. Welcome to the Political Party Pooper Playbook. And if you thought all we did was sit around thinking up ways to poop on empty suit politicians, well, you'd be half right. This is indeed the P4B. I'm your host, the delicately debauched Matt Jordan. Today, we're going to do the first in a two-part series. You will say what you are told to say. UNESCO wants to get all up in your junk. Before we dive in, the president of Argentina spanked the Davos cult this week. My main man. What a refreshing speech. If you are on Substack and not otherwise occupied, I've included a link to the video here. The rest of this episode below the video addresses the core of the problem Millet speaks to. Support what Millet is doing in Argentina. He's got balls the size of mayonnaise jars. Also, the Donald made a statement recently that said he would not permit the implementation of CBDC if he is president. For the record, I'm a Vivek supporter. I'm not averse to DeSantis. Haley is a non-starter for me. I'll tell you why Trump's statement is significant and why that further reduces Nikki in my estimation. If Trump is the GOP nominee, that statement about CBDC should be all the impetus you need to vote for. CBDC equals control. And Trump is stating he'll forego such control as chief executive. I know a fair number of people out there who are tribal drones who cling to their tribe beyond all reason. But no matter what your party, no matter how much you might hate DJT, you need to weigh this. In light of the topic being raised today, I'd feel a lot better if DeSantis would make the same commitment. Anyway, CBDC is the sledgehammer that people we will discuss today will use to control you. Its connection to a seemingly unrelated issue is next. Patience, all will be revealed. I always feel like Peter Ustinov when I say that. UNESCO, the regime, Davos, same, same. I've been itching to get at this, but it is a deep subject, lots of moving parts. For years now, I've been warning you about Facebook, Instagram, and other social media manipulating you. I've demonstrated how our government is the key player in all of it. I've spoken about the Davos cult headed by a crazy German son of a Nazi who dresses like a Klingon. There are powerful people who work hard with that Klingon to utterly dominate your life. Then there are people like the knob, Al Gore, who profit from it already. I've occasionally dinged the UN as a dumb cousin of it all and a burden to Western culture. What I've known, and never tied together in a neat bow for you, is that all these entities are the same creature. 
I didn't try to connect all those dots so directly because the entities were never so publicly aligned. Now they are. And if you peruse the New York Times, the Washington Post, NBC, and other major outlets, they just happen to be playing the same mis- or disinformation songs. They are all, by pure coincidence, singing together like the Mormon Tabernacle freaking choir. What a coinkydink! The U.S. government has been tinkering with social media, both directly, there's a footnote, and through proxy companies they created, also another footnote, to centralize and control information and your ability to communicate your ideas over the net. I remember when the idea of imposing an internet sales tax pissed everybody off so much they had to scrap the idea for a couple of years. People are far more cowed now. Through the test beds like bullshit pronouns, gender-bending and Mengele-like medical mutilation of our kids, convenient COVID propaganda, green scams, Ukraine, and other experiments, the U.S. government is now convinced they can do whatever they want to you, and there is nothing you'll have the brain's moral fiber or testicular fortitude to reject. So they're getting all amped up about misinformation, disinformation. That is specifically, as I've demonstrated repeatedly here, whatever is being said online that disagrees with the party line. Keep in mind, as we discuss all this, that the party with the correct winning argument never needs to silence the opposition. Opposition is where truth goes to thrive and what bullshit hides from. Remember also that Klaus Schwab, John Kerry, Bill Gates, and that knob Al Gore are meeting this week in Davos with bankers and government officials, including the national embarrassment Anthony Blinken. Their agenda? Misinformation and the environment. They are spending the week echoing the very insanity I will outline from UNESCO. They are all one hell-bent beast. The bankers and businessmen are there because they see dollar signs in cooperating with these regulation monkeys. If you are the bank-slash-corporation who writes the new laws according to the Klingon, you get to cut out the competition. That's how they are already cornering the agricultural market and energy markets in the U.S. anyway. It's how Aetna got the lion's share of the Obamacare scan. Aetna wrote the law. So now come the outsiders. It just so happens that the Davos WEF cult and the UN, they're all the same people, are as equally alarmed about all the naughty things people say online as Uncle Stinky is. All within weeks of each other, these entities are in a lather about being disagreed with online. UNESCO in the last few weeks announced their plans to completely bypass our government and work directly with creepy people like Meta and Google, and of course the mainstream media, to make sure nothing, quote, dangerous, like the P4B calling January 6th a mini-riot, reaches your precious eyes and ears. We'll start with the speech 
made by Audrey Azoulé, Director General of UNESCO. She's the shrew in charge. Her drivel starts thusly. Quote, hello everyone and welcome to this presentation conference on the UNESCO principles for the regulation of digital platforms. Let me start by sharing with you two striking figures. First, two billion. That's the number of people around the world who will vote next year. Let's put this first figure next to a second. 87%. This is the percentage of people who fear that the spread of misinformation online will have a major impact on elections in their countries, according to a study carried out in August and September by Ipsos Institute for UNESCO. Ipsos is a study and research and polling arm. Right out of the gate, you should be hearing a GQ alarm klaxon sounding in your head. Do you believe the gall, the arrogance of these people? UNESCO principles for regulation of digital platforms. If you live in fear of someone else's opinion, this might seem like a pretty good idea. But if you long for a nation that lives by the least of its founding principles, if you expect the country you live in to be sovereign, if you want to keep your freedom of speech, that opening sentence should offend you to the core. And again, I'm addressing normal people from any political group. The irretrievably tribal are lost to us. The only place these usurpers have the right to regulate speech or digital platforms is inside the UN building or in their own homes. They are not the elected officials of a single nation in this country. They have no legitimate say in anything we do or say. But the American left and greedy tech giants are welcoming them with open arms and open checkbooks. One of the most direct ways the P4B is supported is through Poe River Furniture and Yard Games. I won't get too specific about who runs Poe River, but he's really good looking and his initials are Matt Jordan. There are a number of one-of-a-kind pieces that I created, including very nice wine stoppers and what I call recycled palette art. There's also a huge selection of gifts that I designed and had made off-site. Occasionally, you will see yard games listed. That will depend on how often this podcast allows me to be in the shop. I'll leave a link or a button below so you can shop Poe River. Then there is the emotion of numbers. <gasps> Two billion people will vote in elections around the world this year. Okay, sounds like a reasonable number, considering there are 193 countries around the world. But because you hear a number with a B in it, you should stand agape and amazed. 
You should also keep in mind that many of the countries in UNESCO proselytizing here and in the UN overall are countries that have no elections and are run by thugs. Many of these thugs, like Xi Jinping, there's a footnote, are darlings of Davos and the WEF cult, but I digress. So, a quarter of the world is holding elections. Great. There is no other point here but phony emotionalism. But you say 87% of the people polled by Ipsos believe misinformation will affect their elections. Oh dear, oh dear. My short response to that is, I don't give a shit. Grow up and get the facts. Use reason. My detailed response starts with, well, no shit, Sherlock. What rock did you just crawl out from under? The response continues as follows. Every election in the U.S. since FDR has been a tidal wave of misinformation. If people understood the least reality of economics in 1936 and beyond, FDR never would have gotten a second term. He might have been tarred and feathered. The crash his policies precipitated in 1937 was far worse than what we experienced in 1929. But the misinformation that kept him in office was that he was, quote, saving us from the Depression. It was all crap, and it all worked. Check out these statements. If I thought about it for an hour or two, I could probably come up with a list of 200 gems. Goldwater would nuke Cuba. Carter is a smart man. Bimbo eruptions. W had daddy issues. Hillary's servers were legal. Hillary had only one personal electronic device. The laptop was a Russian hoax. Trump was colluding with Russia. Fast and Furious didn't originate in the AG's office. Trump represents a national security threat to the UK. Alright, that last one comes from the UK, but it's out there. All those statements are disinformation used to sway elections. Some were more successful than others. But they all swayed huge numbers of voters, and they were all bullshit. 17% of Biden voters polled said they would not have voted for the puppet if they had accurate information about the laptop before voting. The sorry fact that people lack the interest to consider and evaluate information is not my responsibility. That isn't even the responsibility of the U.S. government. They are among the last people. I want dictating what information is good or bad. They lie a lot. The very last people I want involved in my information flow would be the UN or their partners in the Davos cult. They are the greatest purveyors of warm, steamy bullshit on the planet. Here's where the Director General, Sig Heil, swings seriously Orwellian. Note the doublespeak here. They say these things with a straight face. Are we to assume that they are really this crazy? Quote, So let's be clear. The regulation of social networks 
is first and foremost an issue democratic. Of course, the liberation of speech and democratic participation through digital technology has represented tremendous progress in some respects. End quote. So, to bring about the quote liberation of speech, we must quote regulate speech in plain sight in front of normal people relayed to you directly as translated from French. This woman said those words. And she is still in her position. Of course she is. She's a drone of Davos, the WEF, and the UN. She thinks at the other end of the shit show she's helping to promote, there will be a special place for her. They intend to convince you that by forcing you to agree with them actively and publicly, they are liberating your speech. They know this is a self-contradicting concept. They're hoping you've been tenderized enough by enough shiny objects that you'll be too stupid to know it. They expect you to fully accept that the regulation of speech is, quote, democratic. I will agree with the second part of the quote. Substantial progress has been made. Because these wretched creatures infest state governments and union leadership, the teachers union in this case, they have drones in California teaching our kids that they must only agree with approved information. They must look away from all other concepts, no matter how logical, no matter the evidence. Activist teachers have decades of experience here. They have so inundated students with green scam propaganda, again from people like Davos, the WEF, and that knob Al Gore, that we have two generations claiming to suffer from climate anxiety as discussed in a link provided in the text. So yet, the Davos cult and their climate alarmist drones have made substantial progress in tearing the true fabric of our society and patching it up with their scams. This phony fight against, quote, misinformation is just a continuation of that project. Quote, Of course, the liberation of speech and democratic participation through digital technology has represented tremendous progress in some respects. But these social networks have also accelerated and amplified, sometimes deliberately, on a quasi-industrial scale, the spread of false information, even hate speech and conspiracy theories. And these tend to be mutually reinforcing. The examples below have, especially since the platform's business models, through their algorithms, favor too much often emotional and lying to the detriment of the truth. In 2022, a UNESCO study revealed disturbing figures in this regard. One in six Holocaust-related content in social media denied or falsified the facts. End quote. On this point, Azule is 100% correct, but using a conclusion she pretends to draw to deceive you. The major networks, video sites, search engines, until recently, all of them, there's a footnote, have been working closely with the U.S. government to silence people like yours truly.
they have created an information flow that does not reflect the views of their users. They have created a false narrative. The FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the DHS, CDC, and a litany of other government entities continue to conspire illegally to tamp down your speech. This activity has been declared to be obviously illegal and unconstitutional, and they kept at it without let up. It is the regime line that is amplified, adulate's term, while dissent is downlisted or banned outright. They are claiming offense, but they are the offenders. The problem, the regime, the Klingon, the cult, the UN, crony corporations, the media, and that knob Al Gore have is because of what does get past the censors so condemning of them. More on this in just a bit. For now, let's deal with stupid comments like the one in six thing so we can put the Director General, Sig Heil, to bed. First, since we have voices from opposition being throttled back every single day on Facebook, Instagram, Google, YouTube, no one can know what the ratio of accurate to inaccurate is on any subject. We cannot know how many people hold a given view. Azule uses Holocaust denial as some kind of banner issue. Well, one in six means that 76% of the voices allowed through the filters are not deniers. That's a good thing. Not perfect, but good. Despite my knowledge of the period and my conviction that it is what we were told it was, I must ask two questions. From whence cometh anyone's authority to silence anyone else, even on the subjects we hate. I know this is not an important issue in the U.S., U.K., France, Germany, and other civilized nations. My suggestion to Azale and UNESCO, if they're looking to rehabilitate people who hate Jews, considering this example, start on college campuses and in the Middle East as a matter of policy but leave the public square alone. And the other question, how many idiots will be swayed to vote for anyone based on such an obviously skewed view as Holocaust denial? I know there is no one running in the United States that wants to build death camps. I can't say the regime will always be opposed to them, but no viable entity anywhere in the United States is part of that. You might as well worry that the majority of people were suddenly moving toward a flat earth position. For the truly slow, nobody is. For more phony issues raised by Azale, click on the link I have in the text below the audio line, and then have it translated. Be sure to subscribe below to catch part two. Just wait until you hear what they're spending your national security money on. That's your money. Please use all the buttons below liberally and check out the book list below the buttons. Be sure to use all the buttons at the top and bottom of the text. We live and die by the share and subscribe buttons. Send inquiries to poriverproductions at gmail.com. Thank you very much for joining us today.